All right. Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Oversolve Podcast, the greatest podcast in the world. I'm here with the captain and my man, Scythex, and we are talking all things Elimination Chamber tonight. We're doing a full (laughs) recap of the event, and we are going deep on this one, baby. We are starting our road to WrestleMania. Zoop. Yeah. Give me one. Give me one. Well, too sweet. No, no, no. You got to connect that. You got to connect, connect, connect it, bro. Me, me, in middle, me in the middle. 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 The whole segment could be this. Yeah. What's up, boys? What's going on, fellas? Uh, How's everybody doing? I'm good. You know, other than being a Marvel fanboy, I'm just I'm just here enjoying life, baby. You know, what's Hell's going on? Yeah. So we here we are. This weekend was the Elimination Chamber. We did a watch party for it. Go back and check that out if you guys want to see our reactions live in person <laughs> as we were watching it. Um, you can watch along with us if you haven't watched the event yet. But we're gonna go deep dive, kind of like our thoughts on everything. Grade it, see what the matches were, and all all that stuff. So. We're going to start with the first match on the card, which was the uh, the women's elimination chamber, which decided the um, the uh, contender for Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. So in this match, we had Asuka, Nikki Cross, Natalia, Liv yep. Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez. Am I missing That's anybody? That's my girl right there. <clears throat> That's everybody, right? Um. There's six total. Did you Oscar? Yep. Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, yep. Natalia, Nikki Cross, and Carmella. 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 Carmella's really returned. Um, mm-hmm. What did you guys think of the match? Uh, I give it overall a C. Um, I thought that, like in any Elimination Chamber match, you have highlights, right? So I thought yeah. that. Uh, Carmella played it up pretty well, like trying to run into a couple different elimination chambers to lock herself in. I thought, you know, whoever I forgot who it was that got thrown through one of the elimination chambers was pretty cool. I thought Raquel Rodriguez did great. I thought that the lack of star power inside of it made it too predictable that Asuka's new character was going to be who was coming out of it. Oscar <clears throat> uh, is great, right? We've known that for a long time. Um, Carmela is a great actress. I think we've known that for a long time. Other than that, I could care less to see Natalia. I could care less to see Nikki Cross uh, at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and I didn't think uh, Liv Morgan had a couple of nice moments uh, where she did that, like flip. The power crowd was bomb going nuts for it. Yeah, like that's. That's my biggest issue. I think we all discussed how like over Liv Morgan is right now and how yeah. impressed we are, right? Um, and I think as we were watching the Royal Rumble, Fred really was like, dude, Liv's putting some really good work in lately, you know? So, um, uh, you know, so it's it's definitely it's definitely one of those things, but it just it underwhelmed me <clears throat> overall because of the, the lack of star power. I don't know how you guys felt. I kind I kind of uh, agree with you uh, on that. Um, I, I would probably give it a C plus because, despite it lacking the star power, we had some really great moments in there, and um, okay. like like you said uh, about Liv, I I think she was 
almost a standout in the whole thing because she was really doing moves I'd that, agree with that. You, you normally don't see from her, and she was giving it her all. And I was, I was like, I was really rooting for her, not only because yeah. I, I like her, but also because she, I felt like she deserved it after the effort that she put into that match. And um, I, I know that they're pushing Asuka's new new character. But I, I, I just don't feel like she deserved the win, if that makes sense. So um, yeah. overall, I, I thought it was pretty good. And like I said, I'll give it a C plus. Raquel did her thing. She yeah. really showed herself being like the powerhouse that she is. And they protected and, uh, Raquel's character by making a two-on-one pin, you know? Yeah. Right. They, were able to, exactly. they were able to protect her character that way. So this way she doesn't come off as weak or anything like that. She still came off as the powerhouse and everything. Yeah. So. And listen, yeah, a little bit then, of foreshadowing um, with that. We saw that later on protecting somebody else's character. Yeah. So we'll I, get into that. We'll so get into that. No, I'm saying yeah. a little foreshadowing. It was pretty cool consistency with that. It was a cool yeah. team. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, just to wrap up my thoughts, Nikki Cross was a psychopath. And if that's, you know, that's obviously what she's <laughs> going for. So I would say she's succeeded. But uh, like you said, uh, John, like, uh, I, I just don't want to see her in the match to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, man. I, I think Bianca and Asuka is gonna be a hell of a match, but uh it's not the match that I wanted after watching that elimination chamber. Yeah. Um so for me, I, I agree with you guys on like the the lack of star power, although I do think Liv and Asuka are big stars in the women's division, especially at this moment. But they're the only big stars you had there, right? So the idea that Nikki Cross and Natalia were even in this thing, we, we talked about it before, we talked about it the night of, is an absolute joke in my eyes. Cause yeah. you should have given if you're gonna if you're gonna do this lack of star power elimination chamber and really try and highlight the up and coming girls, right? Like your Raquel Rodriguez, you know, your Carmela. I mean, Carmela's a big name, but she's not really like you know, but she's good for like the uh the scumbaggery. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like you, well you, you, you need a guy like you, you need a chick like that in one of these big big matches, like a money in the bank, an elimination chamber. You need somebody who's gonna hide it under the ring and yeah. then be the opportunist. Exactly. The you Miz. Exactly. The Miz. Yeah, you the need Miz. the Miz. She is the yep. female Miz, and yes. it's 100%. a good character for her to be, and it's a good addition to the chamber match, I think. Yeah. But I would have rather yeah, seen I those other two spots go to like Candace LeRae. And like Tegan Knox or or something along those lines, and get some or even bring up uh, who's the chick Zoe Stark. She had a great showing at Rumble. You know so who's the, I, I, Lacey? What about Lacey? How could, she Lacey been. Yeah, Lacey could have been there also. I I feel, um, <clears throat> Zoop. I think we we talked about this a couple times. Uh, also, everyone forgive me. I'm like I I have laryngitis, so I kind of lost my voice. So I'm I'm doing what i can to power through it so just forgive me if i like <clears throat> clear my voice yeah, a lot yeah, so don't, I'm, I'm don't strain yourself too much here pal no i just, I just <laughs> i apologize anyone listening like thinking about what's this guy doing yeah, um so I, I we've talked about the lack of star power in the women's division right and we talked yeah. about the women's revolution and what we saw and how it sort of captivated us right we were like dude we're buying into women's wrestling right now like mm -hmm. we're yeah you know we're in on this Sasha, they Banks, weren't they weren't just Bailey, there for the puppies Charlotte, anymore. Becky, like we're we're in on this, and 
then they added an Oscar. They started to add a couple, a couple other elements that also increased people's game. <clears throat> and you saw others, and like you can, you're starting to feel the loss of Sasha Banks and Naomi. You're starting to feel Charlotte not be there. You're starting to feel Becky Lynch not be there. You're feeling these losses, and yeah. mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's when you have a women's match and a women's pay-per-view and a women's main event and you have to like, you can't just throw people out there and expect everyone to be entertained. You have to put, you have to put elements in there. So for me, I would have rather them start to really put some star power in this, right. And put a Raquel Rodriguez, maybe put a Becky Lynch in this. Yeah. Put, you know, uh, some other big name instead of a uh, Natalia, who's awful. Um, only there because awful. they were in Montreal. <clears throat> yeah, and it's the only reason she was there because they were in Montreal. And yeah. listen, Nikki Cross, you want to play the crazy card, blah blah blah, whatever. You can't have the same wrestlers, but I, I just rather see something else, something big that I could be like, wow. Yeah. And if you're going to have Asuka win, Asuka's going through the man. She's going through Liv Morgan. She's going through Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah, then you're, right. you know, but is she going through Nikki Cross? Okay. Is she going through Carmella? Okay. Like, we're we're not born on these people, so we're watching the match, and we're like, if it's not Liv Morgan and Asuka and Raquel, we're completely out. We're out. Yeah. So right. that's, that's the only thing that defeated it for me. Yeah, that's all, you know. But women's wrestling in general, listen. I'm very, very comfortable saying it used to be hot dog shit. I don't care what anybody tells me. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm definitely much more invested than I ever was. I like seeing them in the ring. I like seeing them progress and the things that they do. I think they're much more daring. They're more they're more likely to throw each other off a, off a, a cage or through a table, uh, do a hurricane round off the top. Uh, you they know. drop some great <clears throat> promos, too. They drop yeah. some great, yeah. Some of them drop some great promos as long as they don't have accents. We're we're like there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot, uh, there's a lot going on, and I just I I feel uh, I feel good about it, you know. But like this match overall underwhelmed me, and I was very excited to watch it. But once you saw like those people, kind of like ah, you know. So that was yeah. my that's my I mean mind. that was my thing is once Natalia entered the entered the ring, it was like a snooze fest. It was like the yeah. same. We knew exactly what she was going to do. Let's yeah. do some catches, catch cam. We're going to run. We're going to leapfrog. We're going to dive roll. We're going to arm drag, arm drag, arm drag. She's more like her uncle Brett than anybody ever has been. The most yeah. predictable so matches of all time. Okay, but, so but, but, but we enjoyed watching Bret Hart. Everything about it was awful. You no, might. I love watching I, I Bret, Bret Hart. Hart. I, uh, I think he's the most overrated wrestler of all time, personally, but... I, I, I mean, on the mic I and almost the same match still, over and over and over again. Well, first I of all, disagree, but I still enjoyed him. Uh, right. Yeah, his persona coming out, the glasses, giving a kid his glasses. He had that, bro. He maybe because of the fact that his persona was like the greatest technical wrestler in WWF mm-hmm. right at the time. You're he just had that moxie about him and the sharpshooter. You knew once he locked it in, he had he had bro that Iron Man match against Shawn Michaels was yeah. one of the greatest matches of all time, and you can't tell me mm-hmm. it's because it was one good guy in the ring. Like No, no, no. no. Like te- He's technically proficient. Don't get me wrong, but... He's got to have the right partner in the ring. Yeah, he's got to have the right partner in the ring. And yeah. also, it went, anytime he wrestles anybody but Sean, 
It's arm drag, arm drag, Japanese arm drag, forward roll, sunset flip, kick out, sharpshooter. Like, <laughs> it's the no. same match every single time. Anybody yeah. other than Sean. I, I, right? I think, I think we, I think we, we just, we see that a lot, too. I mean, listen. Yeah, you know, we watched. We saw you, it you and for I, years. You and I, yeah, we and we and we were you kind know. of touching on a little bit messaging earlier. Like, listen, from WrestleMania one through WrestleMania ten, we only saw guys punching each other and doing leg drops. Yeah, so, like, exactly. The exactly. fact that we we grew up on it, and I th I think that's that's what gets a lot of these guys that aren't so great all the time. Uh, you know what gets them in trouble because. You know that these that these little indie fanboys will be like, oh well, they they don't do all of this, they don't do that, they don't they're not pure like, bro. Listen, Hogan sold us. We fell in love. He captivated the world with a punch, a leg drop, a head a, shake with a nod and yeah. a pin, like and yeah. and one body slam. The fact is, is like if the guy sells something, it doesn't matter the five move the five you know moves of doom right like yeah. if they do and they captivate us we're good with it and that's how if the, they captivate us if, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, if they is the point and I, I think that's what that's what was underwhelming about the girls the girls yeah. elimination chambers that the women that they had in there are so underwhelming with what they do and they could have put others in there that could have made the match so dope you that's know? that's my point to it is like you can bring in some of these newer girls that are doing really dynamic stuff in the ring, yeah. right? Yeah. And give them a shot to to really showcase at, an, at a chamber match. Yeah. You know, if you do half star power, half up and comers who who are really going to deliver the match, I think it's a bomb ass match that you end up going through. Look what we got in the men's, you know, and we'll 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 touch on the men's later on, but that's what we got in the men's. Yeah, you know, and it was a it was an amazing match. You had so, a little bit of everything in the men's. The next matchup um, was Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar for the nine billionth time. Uh, Go ahead. Les Lesnar wins by DQ because he low blows Lashley out of the hurt lock for no reason whatsoever because he was right wow. by the ropes and he could have grabbed them. <laughs> yep. Okay. I actually, I'm going to be honest with you. I actually have a great take on this and I think you're going to appreciate it. Go ahead. Um, now the, the question that we have right now, I guess we'll find out maybe on Friday is recently Bray said, whoever won this match was going to be his next opponent. And is the Lesnar DQ going to stand or is he going to go after Lesnar? You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's kind of up know. in the air for that. Did, but did other than rumor? other than that angle of this match, I didn't care about this match. It was spear, no. spear, Germans. We talked about it while we were watching it. Yeah, three spears, three three suplexes, yep. three F fives, hurt yeah. lock, call it a day. So I actually I thought about this for a while, dude, and I kind of went back through the matches, and once again, I'll say like Scythe, something that. Zoop and I tend have been kind of doing is like bouncing ideas of like previous stuff and what we enjoyed about things and you know what we'd like to see and I kind of pick his brain about some ideas he has for oversell and stuff like that right and and I sort of went back and I, I thought about matches first of all this was the only possible outcome for this match 
The only. Brock Lesnar has zero storylines. Bobby Lashley has zero storylines. Yeah. And the fact is, is that if either of these guys are not facing each other in WrestleMania, there is zero reason for either to be there. The True. fact is you have to have Lesnar in WrestleMania because Lesnar's got to be there, right? It's the biggest event and Lesnar's the biggest superstar, whatever. Love him or hate him, he's a big draw. Big draw. Yeah. Okay. And Bobby Lashley, I it's if he doesn't, with all the matches against Lesnar, get a push for WrestleMania, it's the worst booking in the history of WWE. And by the way, it's already the worst booking. So there has to be an end game here. So for me, a DQ is the only outcome because now they face off at WrestleMania in probably a last man standing, a uh, no holds bar, you know, something. They're both going to fight each other in a, in a fight, whatever it is, you know, a, a street fight. And it'll end it once and for all. And it actually showed it's an odd thing. But the recent opponents Lesnar's been fighting, they've actually somehow dominated him at the end. It's an odd thing to see. And it, maybe it's maybe well, it's he's, Lesner- been, he's been trying to he, he's publicly said he's been trying to get more guys over. Yeah. And he, he understands that that's his role now in the in his career is yeah. to get guys over. That's what he did for Drew, like at, at Royal Rumble. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so no doubt. He's doing he a great job. He, yeah, and he's done a great job doing it. Like, Lesnar really, like, love him or hate him, the guy knows the business and he knows how to be that, like, dynamic, yeah, um, <clears throat> wild card. Um, right? Yeah. I'm going to give this match a B. Plus. Okay. I mean, I, I thought it was a solid B. You know? I thought, listen, um, for, for what we thought we got, we predicted it every month, yeah. literally. And I just thought, like, it made sense. Like, it, yeah. this, the, you know, and, and because of the storyline, because of how the match makes up and what you're going to get from the two of these, you're not getting, we're not getting, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan against TM Punk or something. No, we're no. getting, we're getting two fucking guys who are just going to pick got, each other up and slam like, each other. Like exactly how you called it before the match, we got exactly what we knew we were gonna get. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, like, I mean, it's what'd you it's, think, Fred? Uh, I would. You guys scored it way higher than I thought you would. Okay, I, I would say this one was a D for me because this was the one match out of all of them that I was yeah. actually legitimately bored watching it. Yeah, um, makes sense. I, I, I don't like, even blame like you. Guys you. I don't blame saying, you. Yeah, like, like I, I understand guys, what you're saying. Like that's the crazy part. <laughs> like you guys were saying, like there, there, there doesn't seem to be an end game between these two, and their promos have been very lackluster. And it's just the buildup was pretty bad. It was pretty bad leading up to this match, and for it to end in a DQ, it, just knowing that it can possibly extend even further from this now is, and we didn't get a, a closure to it, it, is more irritating than anything to me. Um, they're uh, off topic, kind of on topic. Uh, almost is trying to challenge Lesnar for WrestleMania. So oh just throwing that out there. God. 
talk about boring matches. Um, <sighs> yeah, I mean, listen, there's, there's no, we, we, there's we honestly hope Bray goes after Brock because that would save that would at least make the match interesting. I'd almost rather see almost versus Bobby Lashley anyway because the MVP angle kind of makes it a more com- kind of gives it a storyline for some reason. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I, I don't, guess. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's Overall, a vague storyline, but it's still a storyline. Yeah. All uh, that, bore, all that bores me to the point where I just yawned. Le- Lesnar is such a hard person to write a story behind because I just feel like he he's so part time that he he really doesn't have much history with the the cast. But that's and, exactly and, why he's the easiest guy to write a storyline behind, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah. like I guess because no matter who you it. are, Lesnar could just show up one night and be like, and just pick a fight. I'm picking a fight with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's the I ultimate guess. wild card where and that's that's what they use him as. Like at any point, Lesnar could just be the guy that shows up on Monday Night Raw. His music hits, he comes out, F5s you, and like now you know you're in Brock Lesnar country, you know, and he's gonna look at you every week with that stupid cowboy hat and be like, Listen, Bobby, you're coming with me, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> I, I think from a standpoint of organic. It obviously never makes sense, like yeah. Scythe is saying, right? Where he attacked him coming out to the ring. He, interu- he interrupted one of his promos. He, you know, screwed him in a match. And now they have a storyline building. Yes, I totally get you. And that's stereotypical for what we know. For Brock Lesnar, he definitely is the easiest guy to interject because, first of all, whoever has a championship belt, it just makes sense that Brock can come out and challenge him at any yeah. time. If Brock, if there a guy is the size of Bobby Lashley and is talking about how tough he is, Brock's going to come out and challenge him. If John Cena and somebody who has been in the company for a long time and Brock Lesnar comes out and challenge him, it's Brock Lesnar like uh, just saying like, "Hey, I'm the main guy in the company." Brock Lesnar can have any angle whatsoever as long as the guy's not a luchador. Like it's a, yeah. it's a, it's it really so is not Rey Mysterio. He's got an angle. Yeah, I mean yeah. he he's got it, but <clears throat> it sucks. That he's got an angle as a part timer, and I agree with you, bro. And I, and I think the match yeah. when I first thought about it, I was like, "This is not only is it, not only this is an F, it's a fucking failure." And then I thought about it a lot, and I was like, "You know what, dude? Actually, for what the match was supposed to be, I gotta give this a B plus, dude, because it just makes sense for both guys. If you're if you're trying to build back the hurt business, you can't have Bobby Lashley look." Uh, you know, look bad with Brock Lesnar and look weak after what he did to him at the Rumble, right? Tossed him yeah. out, beat up on him, left him in shambles after the last pay-per-view. You have to make him look tough. But you, how many times can you have Brock Lesnar lose before he loses the beast lore? So mm-hmm. you can't let him lose. And this is it. So I was like, I guess if we're going to watch this fucking shit show, this is the only outcome. So yeah. I think they hit a home run with what it was supposed to be. <laughs> Honestly, that's it for that. <laughs> that's how he basically yeah um well said can't well disagree said well that. said next up we had uh the judgment day versus edge and beth um i'm gonna go to fred on this one what'd you uh what'd you think of this match um i well what Condom was in. He was actually wrestling in this one, or no? I can't no, remember. no. He was on the outside no, of being Condom okay. and Rhea. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, right. It was mixed tag. Um. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
it was okay. I I didn't hate the match. Uh, it, it was just a. How do I say this? Every time Edge is in the ring, I'm happy. So, I I was okay with what we got, but I, I don't know, man. I I just feel like Rhea is so dominant for the women's division, and Beth has been away for so long that. I don't know. I, I it's not a match that I would want to see. It just seemed it was too like they were trying to get this nostalgic feels going, and I don't know if Beth really has that. Was she always? I don't remember her being that likable of a character back in the oh, day. Oh, she was huge. She was huge I, in her era, but her era was like I don't the time when being that likable though. I, the, I, she the, was always the problem she was, was like the she, Brock Lesnar of the women. Like yeah, she would but just come in and try to mess people up. No, no, she was around for a while, dude. Like she wasn't. I'm like, not part saying part time. time. I'm just yeah. saying, like in general, her character. But I mean, for her time, it was like Beth Phoenix, Michelle McCool, like that whole era of of women's wrestling. Like she was a big name. Um, the Glamazon was a was a big name for her time. I just think, uh, yeah, like I, I compared to what we have now, it's it's not even comparable. But yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, if grade. I was gonna grade, yeah, grade it, I'd probably give it a, a C. Zoom. Me personally, I love this match. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was really well done. Um, I thought the ending was the right ending to have mm. because I thought now, now here's but here's the thing, because I thought this would finally close the chapter on the Edge versus Judgment Day, but it didn't. But it didn't, and that's where I'm just like, fuck. Like I, I don't want to see edge versus judgment day anymore like i thought it was great like going into monday night he challenged austin theory for the u.s title knew he was going to lose it right but at least you're starting maybe a maybe a rivalry with him in theory going into mania you know can i, I was butt like, in for a second yeah go ahead i can i i just have to say like judgment day has such they have their whole group like the majority of their group is are fantastic wrestlers finn balor priest rhea ripley like they're so excuse you excuse you (laughs) oh here he goes here he goes he's gonna start defending relax there's a relax of the judgment you fucking you better say his name i'm going to say his name don't worry Um, (laughs) say with your chest they they're they're so good in the ring and i feel like judgment day should be a more popular faction whether they're a heel or a face it doesn't matter they should be more popular and now i just feel like they're just forced they're not there they're not they're not wanted they're not a wanted heel they're not a wanted uh face to me they're they're just there being forced down our throats and this condom uh act is is like i feel like weighing the whole team down which is a great team the captain's many facial expressions during your explanation right there i know leads, leads me to believe he disagrees with you so i'd love I'm to sure, hear from I'm him sure. at this point sure, sure. <laughs> so let me let me tell you before let me we tell get you. to him can no. i zoop do you agree or do you have any comment to what i said um i i think personally that they're exactly the faction they're supposed to be right now like they're a heel faction, right? Like they're, I think they're pretty popular. I think people like them, and love it or hate it, Condom is over as a heel, as like a, a like a piece of shit. Like everybody knows he's full of shit. 
kind of like Chavo Guerrero esque heel, <laughs> right? Like that's what he is. He's he's following in like Chavo's footsteps of like not being Eddie, but still pretending to be the greatest luchador of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I mean, that's that's what his character is, and I think he's doing a good job at it. I still want to put the kid's face into a blender, but like, you know, you got to you got to give credit where credit's due because he's currently giving us this whole like I was in the joint. Everybody knows it's bullshit. I mean, you know he succeeded uh, of me hating him. So yeah, he's doing his job. He succeeded there, but uh, it's just. What do you got there, Captain? I don't know. Go ahead, Cap. <laughs> uh, Scythe, awful take. Um, <laughs> first of all, I you almost almost What's lost up, full credibility without knowing Beth Phoenix was who she was. That's number one. Number two, the fact that you don't hear the crowd react when a guy like Condom, a superstar. Like condom is out by the ring. Let's me know that you're so out of touch. It's like Vince McMahon thinking he can molest women and still run a company. You're so out of touch. It's <laughs> it's actually it's a gross negligence. And furthermore, the match was a gem. Both women went toe to toe. I don't know what you were watching, but both of them went toe to toe. You saw two two titans. And that one clothesline where they both closed on each other, they were yeah, that opening, that it was, opening yeah, garage that where they just closed on each other was amazing. That was great. It scene. was also Finn a and Edge on her part. Okay, a couple times, but it's she fine. She hasn't been in the ring in like fucking ten years. So like, give her a break. And you're never rather somebody else. You're never gonna go wrong when you see Edge and Finn. They're both phenomenal at their craft. I love watching them both. I'm gonna give it a B plus. The reason, only reason, was the outcome of the match. I love yeah. the matchup. I thought that you needed Judgment Day to win that match. You really? needed you thought yeah, Judgment Day should have won. You needed Judgment Day to win that match. That's how I felt. I felt like <sighs> your your edge edge has said many times he's almost done. He's almost going to retire. They're giving a yeah. push to Judgment Day. They're a very big heel faction. A lot of heat on Condom, one of the big superstars in WWE. You have. <laughs> Finn Balor, who obviously is a superstar. Rhea Ripley's about to main event WrestleMania. Uh, Damian Priest just had a great outing, or was, a, was about to have a great outing in the Elimination Chamber. Dude, you got to have them win, bro. You have to push. So I disagree with you. I disagree with you on the sole fact of the whole reason this match was happening was because of what happened in the Extreme Rules and then putting Beth out. And you need the redemption story because it's going to be a one-off match for Beth. You need her to win to, to solidify that redemption story. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, that, that's 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 the only thing for me is that, and I understand what you're saying, and I don't disagree with it. But for this match and this storyline specifically, which is why I think it's a miss for them to go back to Edge, right? With the with the Austin Theory match, like Finn interrupting the Austin Theory match, now it's like if they had just ended that storyline there, because Judgment Day was protected by the fact that you know it was a mixed tag, right? And you get Edge over Judgment Day doesn't really take a hit because Damien's about to deliver an amazing performance anyway, right? Rhea's got WrestleMania coming up. Mm -hmm. Finn's Finn. <sighs> So you're you're really not giving Judgment Day a hit. 
So, but let me ask you a question. I, I'm um, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley, who's about to fight Charlotte for the championship, yeah, are, are not good enough to beat someone who hasn't wrestled in 20 years and a guy who came out of retirement last year. I'm just not understanding the dynamic of it. We know Edge, but Beth and yeah, Edge. I actually cool. agree with John on this point. It, this, it doesn't make any they bro, you're supposed to say, of course, Rhea and Finn can't lose this match. Now, if it was Seth and Becky, different dynamic, right? Becky's the man. Seth is whatever they yeah. call him, if not yeah. the man. I, you know, you're, you're, it's, it's, it's They're so calling the me, Joker after that promo. To me, <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, and of course, Becky's now Batman, but I, uh, <laughs> but, she's just the man. Yeah, <laughs> yes, the dumb, by the way, it, it just, I know she has an accent. Let's move I can't, on. I can't. <laughs> What's the bit? What the <laughs> like Peggy, she, by, by the way, she didn't even, she could just talk regular. She sounds like Batman, but <laughs> I uh, it it, just, it was why it's it's it doesn't make any sense to me. That's all. I I look at yeah. it from a you know a holistic picture, and I'm thinking to myself. I think uh, so. Mm -hmm. Did you did you see Extreme Rules? I didn't watch Extreme Rules. No, I think maybe that's where the the disconnects happen, and then maybe no, you but know it what doesn't because no, but it doesn't. It, but it, but the future coming up and where judgment day is now it doesn't matter where the match is predicated from but that's where this storyline comes from no no i understand the story you know what i'm saying I totally understand the story yeah, yeah, yeah. what happened and, and the revenge and they they hurt him they injured him and they you know blah 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 like i totally get all of the back but i just i feel like sometimes you have to deviate from where you may think a storyline went from yeah. and listen this is exactly what happened with the bloodline bro I, and we're not going to get into the bloodline but i'm just saying this is what it was. The bloodline was a complete deviation. They, Triple H said it himself, Sami Zayn was supposed to be a one or two show yeah. gimmick. So <laughs> the fact is that sometimes you have to, sometimes you have to see it and you're like, you know what? This faction's a heel faction. It's picking up a lot of heat. Rhea got her thing. And I just feel like you got to let them win this I match. remember. Finn's the one that got pinned, not Rhea. Yeah. So yeah, it protects all, it protects Rhea. I you know. listen. I I understand what you're saying. Tomato, tomato. To me, it just there was a cut. There was I, I thought the match was phenomenal. I love the spot. Yeah, where, I like the match. where where Beth Phoenix like threw Con Dom like 30 feet in the air and he hit the ropes and Finn <laughs> Balor fell and hit his junk and you saw his body just fly in the sky out of nowhere. Um, you know, I read, oh, yeah, you just saw his body. Yeah, his body just, just came in the screen. <laughs> I just, I thought there was so much, you know, whatever. And then you get to, you get to the next, you get to Monday night. And by the way, can I tell you these Saturdays fuck me up? Yeah, me too. Every me too. Sunday, I'm scrambling to find Raw on TV. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. like a like a Agreed. crack fiend. I'm literally, Agreed. I'm like, oh my god, I'll see what's going. On. What do I do? What do I? Do? And I'm like, oh my god, it's fucking Sunday, dude. But it's uh, it's bad. But it is what it is. Listen, the match. I agree, Brad. B That's plus. what I was saying. B, B plus. Talk, talk to me. Talk to me about what I want to fucking talk. All about. right. Chamber match, men's chamber match. Let's go. Highlight of the night, in my opinion. Best match of the night, in my opinion. Gave it an A plus. One of the best chamber matches I've seen in a very, very long time. We had uh Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins. Mm. You had Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. You had the newcomer Bronson Reed. Mm. You had Damian Priest, the archer of infamy. 
you had uh, Theory. Austin Theory, the U.S. champ, and, and the singles debuted of Montez freaking Ford, who <laughs> delivered in the biggest way. They all did. In this, I mean, everybody, everybody the, did. But Montez did one of the most spectacular things I've seen. Yeah, one of the game. best spots I've ever seen in a chamber match. From, yep. First of all, he had four of the greatest <laughs> spots I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I mean, you're not, not wrong. He's <laughs> not wrong. For, from the you, moment, you know which one I'm talking about. From the moment they opened the door and he fucking did that backhand slap that was looked like he literally <laughs> was going to beat somebody up, came in. Jumped in, gets in a ring, over the top. I'm like, oh, my God. He climbs up the spot where he drops on everybody like he's falling from the sky. Dude, the guy was so unreal, bro. Unreal. unreal. Yeah, absolutely unreal. unreal. You know who I thought had a really good standout performance in this also was Johnny Gargano. Yep. Um, he, op- he opened with Seth. Gargano, um, him and Seth have never faced each other in singles competition. Open, open with Seth. They're both from the same area. They were having a lot of fun in there, man. They were talking shit. Like when um that chemistry was off the hook. Yeah, yep. off the hook. When Theory came in as the third guy and they did that little spot, they were having a lot of fun in this ring, man. Because yeah, when they did that little spot where Theory's like, me and you versus him, me and you, and they both yeah. just start beating the <laughs> crap out of Theory. Yep. Like it, it was just so good, man. It, the storytelling in this match alone was so fantastic. Bronson Reed came in and looked like an absolute nightmare to deal with. They protected yeah. Bronson Reed the whole match. The guy looked f- absolutely phenomenal. Um you know, there was just so much there was so much to unpack from this match. I love the spot with Gargano and Rollins sitting up on the cage on, on top yeah, of the pod. I was gonna bring they're just up, sitting next yeah. to each other and they just start breathing real heavy and they look over at each other they're just like this is fucking wild, man. Like, you believe what we're doing in here? Like, what? it's absolutely crazy. Uh, <laughs> they start beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, it was amazing. I am, uh, I can tell you that I am invested now in every single person in that match. Yeah. I am, I was, I said it in the last oversell, and I want to get a couple clips of what I said. And, we, you, you know, I, I was, I was trying like think about if I'm sort of creative, why the hell I would do something, right? So I said they're gonna put guys like Bronson Reed and Damian Priest to split up the high flyers. Yeah, you need bruisers to sort of create that wow factor, and mm-hmm. they did. And oh yeah, it was it was next level. That was Bronson Reed at the end. I'm going to go back to the foreshadowing from the women's took three guys to pin them Four, four, And that took was four finishers. That was amazing to me. I was like, dude, it showed how dominant this dude was and he could be a force. And I said, if I get Bronson Reed against Bray Wyatt, I'm fucking in. I'm in. That would be to you. You would see the Bronson Reed, like the immovable object. And then see Bray Wyatt, who just is used to just scaring people. Yeah. Um, it would yeah. be phenomenal. Uh, I could see that work. Damian I agree Priest, with that. Apparently, first, Bronson Reed's going to go up against Otis. <laughs> I mean, listen, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. What about I'll, Dewdrop? <laughs> I, thought, I thought Gargano, who I was never 
sold on, mm-hmm. sold me. I thought that Austin Theory played the Miz card amazing. I thought that yep. Seth Rollins did exactly what the greatest wrestler in the business right now does and fucking outperformed what I even thought. And my pick for it, I'm, I'm Damian Priest did great outperform. But by the way, we shouldn't be surprised because when Damian Priest first came up, when he was in NXT yeah. and came up, he was great. He was amazing. Dude. Yeah, it was great. It was amazing. So the fact is, is Montez Ford, as he I sold said, show. I said it before and I said, this guy is, this dude is built for the limelight. This guy, yeah. if you put him in a match, I could have only imagined what the match would have looked like with Seth Rollins. Daniel Bryan and Montez Ford and Finn Balor in a four-way, a fatal four-way. Yeah, been for nuts. A belt. I, I I think about what these guys could have done and how they could have done it. And Montez Ford last night was just so, two nights ago was so. What today is Wednesday? Five nights yeah, ago it was, like was so <laughs> electric, dude. When you when you have kids and work, bro, you're all blending. <laughs> was so electric, man, and it was he shined. It was they, by the way, it's tough for me. First of all, smash A plus 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 plus. And yeah, facts, it, 100%. It, it was impossible when I walked away. I was like, man, who was my favorite? And I just kept thinking about how Seth Rollins and the crowd and commanded the crowd and, and worked so well with Gargano and Gargano was doing all this extra stuff that I didn't expect Gargano and how much of a the beast poison Rana on Bronson Reed. From the like, like from out of the doomsday device, yep. yeah, yep. was pure insanity that a guy that big took that spot. You yep. know what I mean? Like, there were so many spots in this in this match that was just uh, crazy. If you're not a fan of every single one of these guys after this match, I don't know what you were watching. Um, for me. I've slowly come to appreciate Austin Theory's character. I, I like what he does. He's very yeah. much like the Miz, where he's just gonna talk shit and weasel his way to a win, which I appreciate. I actually like that. Like when uh, when Orton had the run. I'm, I mean, I know Orton's a powerhouse dude, but when he was with Legacy, he weaseled his way to every win using you know uh, DiBiase and Cody. So. It was just like I, I I appreciate having that type of champion sometimes, and I, again, and I've said it before, I'd like the Miz to kind of recapture that moment as well. But uh, I really appreciate Austin Theory, and he did a great job. One of my favorite s- spots in that match was when he tried to hide in the cage, and the other side opened oh up, God. and Absolutely. they just beat the hell out of him. They were, <laughs> they were fighting were in the phone booth, bro. Yeah, they were literally. Three people in the cage just stomping him out like they're Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Like they're just straight stomping. It was unbelievable. It was so fantastic. Um, my pick to to win was I think I said Gargano, and, and my reason for that pick was I was really impressed with his Rumble appearance and what I've seen from him lately, and I kind of felt like they were um, really pushing him. Um, so I. I I fully expected him to show show out for this match, and he did a fantastic job. But I can't take it away from Montez Ford. Montez Ford was the showstopper. He he, blew he tried my to do people's elbow. 
I he bro, <laughs> he, he was doing everything DX like he was all over the place, and I was loving every second of it. Uh, he did the most out craziest shit I've seen in an elimination chamber in a long, long time. And I I really have no complaints with everyone. Like you guys said, Bronson was a beast, he was a beast, and they really made it feel like he was this force because they <clears throat> needed like a, a few people to actually take him down. Um, so they they built him up really well. And then uh I thought Damian Priest was was awesome in this match. He 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 was killing it. But again, you can't Ford has so much star power and he's really coming into his own being uh, uh, hopefully on a long-term solo run that uh, uh, I, I can really see him going far and actually making title runs uh, at the highest level because yeah. uh, I, I feel I, like I can too. He, he, he deserves it for real. And um, none of you brushed up on, on the, on the Logan Paul thing, but so I was just about of, to say this, like the, the craziest kind of part about this match. Happen. Exactly. Like it was so predictable and we all knew it was going to happen, but we the rest of this match was so good. Mm. It's like, it, it's like no one even cares that Logan Paul showed yeah. up. Right. I mean, listen, bro, you know, we knew they were going to fit in the Logan Paul thing because yeah. Rollins and Paul have to have their mania moment. Yep. We they've been promo promoing each other. For yeah, weeks. of course. We knew that Austin Theory was going to walk out of there because I had to validate him as the champion to get to Mania as Cena 2.0. What we didn't know was we were going to be confused as fuck because everyone was going to give us such a dominating performance <laughs> that they were going to sell us on them actually winning. So yep. it was like, as we're going through, we're like, oh, my God. Someone's really going to leave here as champion. And yeah. there, it, there was a legitimate uh, case for every person in that ring to 100% match. 100%. It would have blown people away. And this is what some this is what creative has to start to do more of. They need to be okay with dropping a holy fuck factor into what they do, but the not obvious one. The mm -hmm. obvious holy fuck is Logan Paul, right? Oh, yeah. the gay Logan Paul, holy fuck. Oh, my God, he's here. You he, he screwed over Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. And Sight actually said, wouldn't it be crazy if Logan Paul came and screwed over Seth and he reached into the chamber and he held his legs so he couldn't go in, he couldn't get into the match. He went. We could go back and you could listen to him saying it. The fact yeah. is, is, we knew it was going to happen. We didn't know when. We were all like, oh, man. But it would be a holy fuck if at the end of it, a Montez Ford wins. Yeah, hundred percent. That's that is the creme de la that, creme of matches. That building would have exploded. Exploded. If, Ford won. if he became After the US that, champion, the US champion, as yeah. he likes to call it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that I think um, blew its lid. But that goes to show, like how good this match was. It had the most predictable ending out of any other match. Like, we all predicted it. Austin Theory is yep. going to win. You know, Logan Paul is going to show up, screw Rollins over, blah, 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 yep. blah. We either thought it was going to happen early or late. Like, Logan was either going to come in right at the beginning and screw screw Rollins there, or he was going to come in right at the end and screw Rollins there when he was one-on-one -on -one with whoever. We, we all predicted this match. However, this was still our favorite match of the night. 100%. Because you know what it comes it down to? That good. Yeah, you know what it comes down to is it you can have a storyline be 
predictable to the T like where we can really map out where this is going and we're right all the, you know, the whole time, but it still takes the talent to execute, even though it's a predictable storyline and all six of these wrestlers executed masterfully. Like it was just, uh, it it was such a a boost. (laughs) I feel like to the locker room because you, you, you had to, I can't imagine anyone in that locker room watching the match unfold and being like, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. Like, I, like they, they must have all have been in, into it. I can't I, imagine they weren't. I like to also throw in things that people low-key never think of. If it wasn't for the Montreal crowd, it wouldn't have been the same. Maybe. They oh, no, the crowd definitely had something to do with so that. on fire. Yeah. They were so invested they yep. were the holy shit the everything the crowd was electric everything was they sold it so well i don't think was, they left smackdown because they've been yelling since smackdown <laughs> <laughs> no that's it, it's insane it's so um i mean listen scythe you essentially told us that the promo we got from Sammy sucked because it was only the crowd. So <laughs> they were the crowd is so good that not say a that. promo can suck. You kind of said so, that. <laughs> so here, so here's here's the bro. First of all, you never drop crumbs around the captain, bro. Never, okay? Because you never fucking living that down, okay? And, and that's one. It's you no never disrespect sense. condom. That's two. That, okay? I'll do that every week. I'll do okay? that every week. But this the Montreal crowd. I don't know. I, I I truly don't know if like snorting coke is okay in the building because <laughs> the energy was incredible. From the, I got to give a shout out to Montreal. Listen, yeah. So I, I think it's I think it's eighteen uh, to buy alcohol over there. So that might help. <laughs> I don't know if either one of you guys watched the press conference afterwards, but no. everybody was talking about the crowd. I didn't Sammy Triple yeah. H. Watch it. I mean, it's quick. It's like a it's like a half hour or something like that. Um, Dude, I I I I can't picture it being anywhere else. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Do you? Can you name off the top of your head another place where you felt that crowd? I t- the one. Yeah, memory- I, I got. I have one. Yeah, so, Izod Center. <laughs> so no, the Barclays. When, when WrestleMania was at MetLife. Mm-hmm. And then they had the Monday after. I remember at the Barclays. The it was okay. The, yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was. It was Are not you sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the Izod Center one after WrestleMania was probably the nuttiest crowd I've I've been a part of <clears throat> and seen. But let me ask you a question. That was the Dolph Ziggler one. But let me ask you a question. The when Barclays was the-, was the one that they were literally chanting the announcers' names at one point. Yes, that, they did that at the Izod Center too. L- let me. Yeah, let me, I mean, the Barclays did. The Barclays did it first. <laughs> let me ask you both the year question. before. When's yeah. the last time? When's the last time either of you has seen it in a pay per view? Not WrestleMania. Well, WrestleMania, the crowd never gets like that because the, no. the arena is too big, the stadium is too big. You never hear the crowd. No, that's the problem with like, Mania. But even like the the um, the next day, this is the first time I've seen a long. The time only I've time, seen- the only time I've ever seen it like that in a long, and it hasn't been the last time something the crowd was that crazy. Which Edge's return at Royal Rumble? There was a big pop. That, that was, was a pop. huge pop. 
I mean, even I was excited. You know, um, yeah. but other than that, like, you know, Mania is a tough one because you never hear the crowd because it's always in like an open field, open roof stadium, like, you know, yeah. arena, whatever you want to call it. And the crowd so, gets kind of like drowned out. So can we collectively say A++? A plus 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 A plus 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 yeah and absolutely. yeah and Brad you're right the the fuck you Roman chance <clears throat> but we're we're gonna we're getting to that now we're the getting to that right now of, the last match main event of the game. night main event of the night baby the bloodline versus Sami Zayn the tribal chief versus the ultimate underdog and what a match this was. It was a like, great I, match. In all honesty, bro, the, the amount of storytelling and, and heart that went into this match, it didn't matter that it wasn't like the the chamber match where we got all these crazy pops and spots and, and crazy things that happened. Mm-hmm. It was it was Sammy and Roman staring at each other and not touching each other for the first five minutes after this bell rang and the crowd just building and swelling and building yeah, the and tension the tension, the tension just building and swelling like they did such a good job of of selling that like we're about to do this you know yeah. first of all it doesn't matter what you guys say roman's the goat you need you need a heel that over as a heel to be able to command a crowd's emotions from one extreme to another. Sami Zayn had them going nuts for him, and Roman Reigns on the complete end of the spectrum had them going nuts for him. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was facts. To, to, when he came out and that initial pop and that boo, you, I, my wife walked in and goes, are they, they're all booing Roman? Like that's how it was. She's like, is that all booze? Like she heard it from another room and yeah. mm-hmm. it was, and I had my, I had my headsets on <laughs> and she was like, Oh my God. And uh, I was like, yeah, they're all booing Roman, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And you got five and a half minutes of standing ovation for Sammy before they even touched each other. You got yeah. in between punches and clotheslines and hits. 30 to 45 seconds of chance. You got every time Sammy did something, crowd erupted. Roman Reigns egging on the fans. Is that all? You got a few Sammy chants? That's all you got? Like it was, you know, talking to his wife the whole time. Yeah. You know, I wanted better for you. I wanted to support you. It was like I wanted to provide for you. It was one of those things where you were just like, man, dude. Someone is going to jump this barricade and fuck this guy up. Like it was that. <laughs> yeah. Like a couple of yeah. times he's got his face. He's got his hair. He's talking to his wife. Like you started believing those signs that if Roman wins, oh. we riot. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. It was like, oh, it was my like, God. He's really pushing this to the edge. And but here's the thing. Someone can't do it unless it's organic. And the fact, that, and the fact yeah. of the matter is we all knew this when Roman was a face. It was forced. Yeah. When he became a heel, it was so much more him because he had that arrogant dickhead feel about him of like, Mm -hmm. we're propping you up as the man. Right. And it it was like, you're so not John Cena, bro. You just have to be you. 
it has to be very just low-key dickhead. And he has been that like semi-whiny, I do this for you guys, you know, you don't respect me. Uh, it, it just so, <clears throat> everything was perfect, bro. I, we knew he wasn't losing because it couldn't happen before Mania. We, we just were like, wow, dude, this you is know, so. You know, the one part of this match I think they screwed up was the end though. Kevin Owens. Yes. Yeah. It's it much stronger if he comes out before Sammy loses. Oh, fuck yeah. And takes out the Usos. Yeah. Because think about this. That place would have absolutely, like, the, he got a huge pop as it was. Uh, no, 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 he did. He got a huge pop, but it would have been 10 times bigger if the crowd, like you said that night, if the crowd wasn't deflated, deflated. from the loss of Sammy first, if, mm -hmm. if, when the Usos came out, yeah, Jay came out. Jay walked away a little too late. It was it was too late at that point. If Kevin had come out right when the Usos came out, started stunning everybody, going going straight fight Owens fight, and then Sammy still yeah. loses, the crowd would have been ballistic when Kevin yeah, came. They out. would have rioted. They would have rioted. They missed. Yeah. They, missed. they really missed yeah. a big, big time big moment there. You had Kevin come out, and they still Roman still wins. Yeah. First of all, it propels that storyline to even new heights because now you know they're balls deep in stopping Reigns and the Usos, mm -hmm. right? And it should have been switched. It should have been Kevin come out. You know, Jimmy comes out. Kevin comes out. Yes. To, re to respond. Yep. And they're blah, blah, blah. You see him on the outside, and then and then Jay comes out after. And Jay can take out Kevin. And Jay comes out and takes takes out Kevin, and then... You can still do Roman, a spot with Jay. Yes. Yep. Roman Reigns yeah. looks at him. He's confused. You give him the chair, and he still doesn't hit Sammy. And it looks like he's yep. going to hit Reigns, and you're like, I know he hit Kevin, but is he with Sammy? And then it would have made the segment the next day mean more because Kevin... Would have been like, I st I'm not teaming up with you, right? I went yeah. out there just to fight the Usos, but I'm not teaming up with you, and it would still make sense. Yeah. Kevin got beat up. Jay didn't beat up. And then Kevin said, if you need help, call your buddy Jay. It would have all made sense. Yeah, right. right? still would have made sense. Yeah, 100%. It still would have made more sense. And you're, and that's where they missed the mark. But listen. Because you missed that pop. That pop, um, like you were, and you were right. The crowd was deflated from the Sammy loss. 100%. The, the, the Kevin the Kevin pop suffered from it. And I still thought it was a good pop. We just yeah. know what it could have been. I went, it's funny. Cause I, 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 I watched it over and not that like, I wanted to prove a point of what I meant because you clearly know what the fuck I mean, but yeah, I just wanted to show you. And I, I still want to watch it with you, bro. The crowd, you know, the music hits, whatever. And the crowd is cheering because it's K KO and, and yeah. it's, it's home country. Bro, there's a segment they show to the left side of the ramp, and there's one guy who jumps up with his arms. Everyone else is like this. Yeah. So – and I'm like, this was my point. People are just going to cheer because it's him, but that's it. 
they're empty. The tank is on empty, dude. Yeah, and yeah. you didn't give it an opportunity to like really hit that climax. And it's crazy to say because I don't even know if there's even further more of a climax, truly. But because we hit a climax, dude. I mean, we oh, yeah, absolutely all of us, even watching the match, we were like, oh my God, dude, like what the fuck? You saw Jimmy come out, he hits him, he kicks out again. We're like, oh my God. So you really didn't you didn't know. Um, but the spot with Jay was so weird to me when it happened. He did I, yeah, it was nothing. a weird, weird way felt to, forced. to use it felt him. Forced. He got you knew immediately once he didn't do anything, then he was gonna get speared by Sammy and that time. Like you knew it. And you were like, yeah. Ugh. so it, it, it's it was it, it didn't vibe with me. Overall, listen, guys, my voice is as strained as it can get. <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna give the match an A plus, not plus plus plus. The elimination chamber that. goes A plus 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 plus. I'm gonna give it a solid A because I gave the elimination chamber an A plus. So but I'm gonna tell you this: gonna give anything it a solid Roman Reigns and Marvel get a hundred. <laughs> okay, so it's there overall. Over overall, one to a hundred. What'd you rate this whole pay per view? One to uh, I'm gonna, dude. From the pay per views I've been seeing, I'm gonna give it a ninety, man. Yeah, really. I'm gonna. I I was I was very underwhelmed by the girls' elimination chamber, women's elimination chamber. But after that, I just felt like it delivered, dude. Uh, even that, like I said, the the Lashley. Brock, Judgment Day, Elimination Chamber men's, Roman Reigns, Sammy. I got to give it a 90, dude. It's the best pay-per-view I've seen in a long time. Yeah. I'm very happy with it. Very. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm up there with you. Agree. I'm giving it a 90. I, I'm going to tr uh, triple down on that. Yeah. It was one yeah. of the best Elimination Chamber events I've watched Absolutely. in a very, you, very long time. Going, going back real quick, what that men's chamber match does for me now is it makes me excited for Money in the Bank. Yeah. Like, yeah. if they could do put those guys in a – like, imagine Montez Ford winning Money in the Bank. He's yeah. got to. You know what I'm saying? Or, or whoever, or Gargano, Bronson okay. Reed, any yeah. of them. Like any of them winning a money in the bank would be straight gold. So Brian, I, I, Brian I love this pay per view, this event. Um, fellas, thank you for rolling with me. Yeah, bro. Yep. Thanks, man. You know, Brad, uh, Brad's got a 95. Brad said 95. And, and listen, I, I can't even disagree with Brad on that. You know what I mean? Like nope. I could see this getting a 95. Um, going forward, I mean, we got some stuff on Raw that happened. I mean, Kevin turned down Sammy. A great promo from Heyman and and uh, Cody. Cody going into WrestleMania now to fight Roman Reigns for both straps. Apparently, um, you know, I was hoping that they were going to find a separate opponent, have Roman go both nights. Yeah, I mean, he same. still might. I just don't think it's going to be for a belt. I think I think it's going to wind up being him and Jay one night, um, or something along those lines. I think it's going to be him and Jay, and then him and Cody. But uh, Mania is starting to shape up for us. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, for the Oversell podcast, the next few weeks, we are going on our own road to WrestleMania. And we're going to start bringing you moments from previous WrestleManias. We're going to talk about, we're going to go back old school. We're going to bring it back on. Uh, yeah, we brought that up earlier, Brad. Like, like no one wants to see almost, bro. <laughs> like. It's nope. a big miss, big miss for me, but 
Yeah, so we're going to be bringing it back uh, old school. We're going to start at WrestleMania 1, kind of work our way through, give you guys some top 10 lists, some uh, some of our favorite moments. We're going to talk in depth about it. Leading up to five weeks from now, we are going to have WrestleMania 39, where we're going to be doing a two-night watch party. We're going to be, you're going to see, be seeing a lot of our faces, so get used to it. Get used to it, man. I'm pumped. I'm pumped up for it, dude. It's a great idea. Pumped yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be our own road to WrestleMania. That's it for us on the Oversell Podcast. Make sure you guys like, follow, and subscribe. Everything on GGen. Um, we got MVP this week, Fred. <clears throat> next week. Next week. MVPs next week. Next week, you can see what see us on the Oversell Podcast. Another episode of the Key List is going to be coming out in the couple first couple weeks of March. Uh, theater room on Tuesday. We got some big things coming your way. What about uh, trivia? Yeah, Those episodes gotta, go up. Gotta, the episodes are going to go up. Uh, I got to put the episodes up starting on Monday. Nice, uh, nice. And then we got the final four. And then the final four of trivia, uh, the, yeah. the trivia challenge is going out. Um, so we're going to have a lot, a lot of content coming your guys' way. Make sure you guys like, follow, subscribe, everything on GGen. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, every social media platform out there. Do we have a LinkedIn and an OnlyFans yet? <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> I, I, I do, but it, it only shows my, my toes. So you're not going to all right, guys. Love you guys all. Later. We're out of here. Later.